Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, back again after the international break and club football returns. And so does my left, well, the man on my left hand side, usually my right hand side. But Joshua Gaylord's here and in studio, and he's with his Arsenal shirts. I mean, why why wouldn't I be? I'm excited. <laughs> the Premier League is back. Mm-hmm. Arsenal is the only team that seems to be cruising at the moment. Um, in the Not Premier true. League, <laughs> who's another team that's cruising? Liverpool. I wouldn't say cruising. They're in a heavy, heavy yeah. battle. It's like extreme pressure. Um, but yeah, I mean, Liverpool is playing well. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why Don is missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when there's pressure, there's not Don. But in fact, uh, Brian, I'm surprised you're joining us after last week's podcast. I'm sure there's a lot to take in. Jen sort of went in on your club, of course, being Man United. But yeah, good to have you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again, guys. I think uh, last week's podcast was really good. Um, really good? Yeah, I think so. There was a lot of um, thanks. what Don said. I agreed with <laughs> I agreed with uh, a lot of what Don said, mm-hmm. but there was some like, uh, you know, Don being Don. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, Bruno's uh, jersey number is 18. It's been 18 days <laughs> since United haven't played. We've been so happy, mm-hmm. except for that uh, the Tuesday. Well, now's your chance to have a clap back at Don because the first game this weekend is Liverpool against Watford. I know this is a quite an historic fixture for us being anti-Liverpool supporters because there was that uh, 3-0 trubbing not so long ago where Ismail Assar rather stole the show. But yeah, Liverpool-Watford. Yeah, I think Roy Hodgson coming back to Anfield. Mm-hmm. His uh, history, I think his... Josh and I were saying he's a manager from 1976. <laughs> Yo, I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, I remember Hodgson, his mm-hmm. time at Liverpool, he even like, he smacked us 3-1. Dirk Kaic, I remember that game mm-hmm. clearly. It was what a top game. But um, this game, I think, um, Singer, Salah and Mane. you say what a top game after? No, oh, I mean like Dirk I, I love Netherlands. <laughs> I love Netherlands. So, so it's just like Dirk Kite, I, I really yeah. liked him. But um Money and Salah, I think they're going to be a bit tired. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe seeing as this is Watford, they're going to change the lineup. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe Jota, Bobby and Diaz. Yeah. No yeah. money or Salah from the start. Yeah, possibly. Uh, any uh, value in the fixture? Uh, Bobby, anytime goal scorer. I'm going with that. Bush knife, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Liverpool, are, well, like I said, they, they, they're buzzing at the moment. And I think... Um, not this cruising, is a must- in your words. They're not cruising, they're, but they, they have the depth to like, get them over the line against, um, no disrespect to Watford, but to get over the line against Watford, and especially at their home. I mean, their record at home is, speaks extreme volumes, even when the bigger teams do come there, um, in the Premier League, that is. Um, but I feel it's a, it's, a, it's a walkover, in my opinion, for this weekend, even if there is the, the squad. Said, uh, not to be disrespectful, but... Um, even if there is a, a big rotation in the front three, mm-hmm. I think it's still it's still a fairly simple game for Watford straightforward. If they don't win, it, that's it is a, a case a, of a how con- many though. Yes, yeah. I mean, Watford haven't scored in I think the past three or four um, Premier League games against mm-hmm. Liverpool, so I don't see them scoring at Liverpool. So maybe a, a win to nil. I'm not too sure what the odds are on on that, but uh, yeah. that could be a, a way to go. Well, Don isn't here, but I know what he usually says about the early kickoff and international break and players like Brian alluded to the fact that Mane and Salah could be tired, of course, playing those uh, World Cup qualifiers for the nation. So, yeah, that's, it's it's still hard to look past Liverpool, but I mean, yeah, 
Not, not really much to look into it, but yeah, Liverpool no. should win. Um, Brighton against uh, Norwich, which supposedly should be another banker, Brian. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think this game is going to be like very straightforward. Um, under 2.5 draw mm. uh, along those draw. lines. Yeah, I think the first game was 0-0. Yeah. No, I'm not sure it was 1-0. So I'm going under 2.5, 15 mm-hmm. to 20. And uh, 3-1 is a draw. Sure. Norwich to get a point on the road. Look, if Norwich get a point, <clears throat> it's probably against Brighton. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brighton, when they're playing the smaller teams, they don't seem to really show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Norwich is the winner of the lot. Um, but I think Brighton still get the win in this one. It's, it's home soil. Yeah. Uh, it's there's, not, there's nothing to really fight for for Brighton uh, other than putting out a good performance, uh, enjoying the football, which I mean, if you're at home, you want to put on a show for the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Norwich, so you, you're going to try and score a couple of goals. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'd, I'd get strongly behind Brighton, yeah. Yeah, one team who isn't closing, um, Manchester City, I know they hold the lead in the in terms of the Premier League title race, Josh, but Liverpool are hot on their heels and Burnley are quite stubborn on their day. I mean, you say they're not cruising, but when you go to Burnley, you're cruising for a bruising. <laughs> it's going to be a... It's going to be a... Very physical. A very physical game. I mean, Burnley, I, wouldn't, I, I think at the end of the game, they're probably maybe 70% position for City. It's because Burnley sits off against most teams. It gives Burnley credit. Um, I mean, 30% yeah. against <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Burnley sits off against most teams and against mm-hmm. City, it's going to be a much tougher task. Uh, but they have someone to pop the ball up to. They have the runners off the side for mm-hmm. Burnley, but I can't, <clears throat> maybe they'll create one or two chances maximum. Yeah. Um, and if they are able to capitalize, then kudos to them. Mm-hmm. But for City, this one seems to, uh, there's, there's, yes, the pressure is on and mm-hmm. traveling, but, but against Burnley, I, I can't see the, them upsetting the, the bookmakers or odds. Set pieces will be key, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. There's, um, Vegost. I remember I write I know Roman uh, Diaz as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. I write um, German previews for soccer betting news, mm-hmm. so I'm always watching the Bundesliga. Yeah. So I remember I saw Vegas for Wolfsburg. Yo, he's like seven feet tall. It's hard to he's, miss him, actually. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he gets a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he gets a goal and City win, it's two to one. So there's value there. Sure, that's excellent value in a game that seems fairly one-sided. But yeah, a game that certainly isn't one-sided is Chelsea against Brentford. And now we have to sort of Flex our biasness, but London Derby, Chelsea not in the best of shape at the moment, so anything can happen here. Chance, what do you think? I mean, two London Derbies this weekend. Um, but you say that Chelsea is <coughs> not in the best of shape. I feel, I feel like Tuchel has done extremely well to to uh, keep the team together. Yeah, you think considering- they're playing well though. I, I wouldn't like say it- they, it's it's like it's it's like it's Chelsea against. Like everybody else at I the feel moment, like it's and individual brilliance against everyone else at the moment. Because against Newcastle was the last fixture that I mm. can remember, and it was no no up until a certain point where Newcastle were actually the better team on the, on the yes, day. Yes, yes. And Jorginho long ball, Kai Havertz beautiful first touch, finish. That's the game for Chelsea. So they get the three points, but I'm not so sure it was deserved or at least pleasing to watch or easy on the eye. Yeah, I mean, even I think the fixture before that that uh, I had Chelsea on. Um, one of the competitions, I mean, with last man standing. Mm-hmm. And that first half, I was stressing. Oh, that was Burnley. That was Burnley, yes. So okay. I was stressing. Um, but like you're saying, I think the individual brilliance is coming out. Kai Havertz is putting on extreme mm. performances for the club, um, even in the absence of Lukaku. I mean, he does come on and he, I think he, he becomes a slight focal point, but he doesn't fit them all too much. Yeah. But I, I still have to take my hat off to Tuchel because even though... It, 
every press conference he's in, it's like he's a politician. <laughs> he has to answer all <laughs> questions that aren't about the football pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still managed to keep the team together in that regard. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like things would be going much worse. If, if it wasn't for him there, things mm-hmm. would be going much worse at Chelsea. Um, but this fixture, I think against Brentford are able, uh, capable of throwing a span in the works here. Yeah. Um, I think both teams do score for sure. Mm. Um, that that would be my play for this weekend. Ryan, I know you like a bit of an upset. And how does that sound? Ivan Tony to score Christian Eriksen to assist that goal. I'd like, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Quite a nice story, actually. Yeah, I think uh, Eriksen's going for Denmark again was brilliant. Just mm-hmm. see him score like a typical Christian Eriksen goal again, yeah. back to his best. It's it's brilliant. Uh, I think it's a difficult month for Brentford. It's actually four London derbies for them in April. Yeah. So for them to stay up, I think they're going to have to nick some points. Can they get a goal? I, I think maybe they can get a goal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, um, I seem to think yeah. so. Uh, I, I think they might because uh, Thomas Frank is a top manager, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, most of his players are, are core of uh, Danish players. So they've yeah. been together at the same camp. So I think uh, if they get a goal, um, maybe they can sneak 1-1. One, one. Uh, but I think Chelsea get it in the end. Yeah, you just reminded me. This is the Thomas Derby, Thomas Tuchel and Thomas Frank. But <laughs> of course... Uh, my prediction is that a Thomas will win. <laughs> I know it's, but yeah. Anyway, uh, Leeds against Southampton. Leeds under uh, Jesse Marsh, of course. Uh, my namesake against Brian, your coach's namesake. <laughs> of course, not. He's, I feel like he's more record rough than, than this rough. But yeah, it's obviously going to be a tough game. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Marsh, I remember he didn't get enough time at Leipzig, but. Um, the teams like that, so even former Leipzig again, the Leipzig derby. Yeah, I think Leipzig and and Leeds, they're trying to play this this football of the future where they they do a lot of stuff. Nice. Are you football? Yeah, I don't know. It's like high pressing. It's like against all the traditional norms that we know, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. and then they try it on the it's football not pitch. Yeah, and then yeah. that that full press that uh, that Bielsa had, and then now. Marsh has been trying that at Leeds, uh, I mean at Leipzig. I don't know how long it's going to take at Leeds because it's a very difficult thing to do if it's going to stay up. Personally, I think Leeds are going to get relegated. Have they <laughs> <laughs> have they replaced Marcelo Bielsa with the younger Marcelo Bielsa? Yeah, I think so. In the mold of, of the same manager, I think mm-hmm. they've got a... Yeah, I mean, with you, Josh? I've watched a couple of MLS games when those big players go over there to America. They they want, it needs to be exciting for them. It's like you've got to score goals, goals, mm. goals. Like a 1-0 win isn't really appreciated. Um, and I think Jesse Marsh is the right man for the job at least because that's that's Leeds' mould. Yeah. Um, so that was a good analogy. I'll actually, I, I'll keep that one in my back pocket. Uh, the younger Marcelo the younger, <laughs> the younger Marcelo Bielsa. But uh, coming up against Southampton, I mean, Southampton were decent. They put in some good performances. They've got some players that can hurt oppositions, mm-hmm. uh, like Amanda Broja, who I feel would be a, a, a great addition to any team in the Premier League. Um, More Arsenal than anyone. Let's, uh, let's be I'm, real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got some great wingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm not too sure what Pep will get to Arsenal. Never mind. Um, but yeah, this concerning this fixture, I yeah. mean, Leeds, Leeds are, are, I think they... In a good space right now, I, th- I think they fourteen to ten is is a is a decent price on Leeds. Um, I'm not tempting too sure. For you tempting for me. I'm not too sure what the, the know, eh? I'm not too sure what the double chance is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that not in any multiples. Should but be that's, around four four to ten actually. Mm. 
So that would be my play. The double chance on Leeds for this weekend um, against uh, Southampton. We haven't, I think they've got one win in the last four. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I'm sorry, I think I just forgot your prediction. You said... Um, I think I go in the words of Ryan Liberty. Oh, there throw we go. Granny's pension at this uh, five to ten boat to, boat to score. I think goal scores. Both teams to score, of course, not clean sheets on either side. Uh, two teams capable of keeping a clean sheet is, of course, Wolves and Aston Villa. Steven Gerrard's done a fantastic job there, and I feel like he's growing onto me as as a manager. I've always loved him as a player, even though he he wore the wrong shade of red, but. I feel like now as a manager, he's really stamping his authority and getting the team playing the Steven Gerrard way. I mean, I think Gerrard is one of the the player managers that are coming through at the moment that's like hmm. really up there. I think hmm. it would... He's no Lampard. Well, from the, that crop of players that came out, yeah. I mean, he seems to be the forefront of everything. Uh, he done so excellently with Rangers. Mikel Arteta. He done so excellently with Rangers. He's, hmm. he's really proved himself on a big on a big stage and in, as well as... Now in the Premier League, I think he's and he's building a great team as well. He's mm. getting the youngsters like Jacob Ramsey firing on all cylinders, come uh, uh, learning from someone like Coutinho, who he knows extremely well. Mm. Um, I think Aston Villa are, are, are looking to be a good threat next season. Uh, now is kind of figuring out uh, the exact mold that he can yeah. work with the players and then seeing who he can add, who needs to go. Um, and then even the defensive line is excellent. I mean, Matty Cash on the wing has is, is, is been phenomenal for me um, and look at Dana we saw what he produced for, uh, against yeah. Fafana Bafana, of course <laughs> let's not mention those things as Brian sits here with not, shirt. Not. <laughs> um, but Wolves even though they started a bit I think they have players as well to get mm. there this fixture is going to be extremely difficult and I think it would be an excellent watch um, out of all the fixtures happening at uh, at 4 o'clock I think this would be the best game this is the toughest game to call for me um, the entire weekend you feel I think it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to the Manchester and Leicester fixture, but for me, I mean, that's also a tough game to call. But um, yeah, I think I'd go with the draw on this one. Wolves don't want to lose. Villa don't want to lose. Mm. But they're both going to go for it. So both teams to score and a draw is my play. Back on the Steven Gerrard topic, Brian, I feel like he is one of the up-and-coming English managers, not just... You know, managers of that generation, I sort of made a joke about Mikel Arteta, but for English coaches in the game, because I feel like they only have Graham Potter, who's one of the younger uh, English coaches coming up. And then Michael mm. Carrick, of course, wasn't afforded that chance at Manchester United. I feel like he earned it in those uh, few games that he coached. But Steven Gerrard's there now. Frank Lampard is just, oh my gosh. But Steven Gerrard, he, I feel like he's going to, Grab that threshold as probably maybe England coach in the future. I don't know. Maybe Liverpool coach in the future. But he's on his career is on the right track. I love his football. Actually, as a, as a manager, I love his football. Aston Villa, he's got them buzzing. Mm. Um, I think this is the best match of the weekend. Actually, uh, Wolves were just dropping a bit. Bruno Lage was picking up some points, and then they went through a small dip. Yeah, and. Fuller's got, I mean, Gerrard's got them buzzing. I think he has the potential to actually take over from Klopp in the next few years because Klopp is eyeing bigger That's things. Bold. Yeah, I think like Klopp is eyeing bolder, like Germany, uh, like top jobs like that in the future. So maybe Gerrard can I'd do this. I know what Don would think of that statement that Klopp is looking to aim higher. So he's trying to leave Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he wants to win the World Cup for his country one day, being mm-hmm. a, a football manager. Uh, Gerard, um, 
I think he's pushing for for Europa League. Yeah. I, I think if he stays with Villa next season and he he keeps doing what he's doing in the transfer market, mm. I think this team is going to turn into a top team. Your results? Um, I'm going for value. So I think this this game is going to be like a draw, nil nil halftime. Mm. So I'm going halftime, full time market, forty eight to ten. Yeah. Uh, draw at halftime, Villa to win it second half. Sure. Okay. Enough about other clubs. Tell me about Man United. They host Leicester. The podcast was going so well. <laughs> <laughs> Man United uh, against the mighty Foxes. Brendan Rodgers returns to Old Trafford, of course, where I feel like he's won before. Don't really have the stats to back that up, but I've got the memory, so I'm sure it's there somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, I think. Has he, he won at Old Trafford? I'm sure he's beat us. Everyone's beat us. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a vent session. I mean, it's from, from Moise onwards. He's like, from Moise was there, it was Newcastle mm-hmm. Beaches after 20 years. Every club, I'm sure, has Beaches. Uh, I mean, if Bruno, it hasn't before, there's always this weekend, so. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bruno Bruno and, and Ronaldo, they gave us some hope in that, that Portugal game, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, North Macedonia, what a fixture, right? Eh? But uh, if you look at that, that England game, then mm-hmm. you see fans booing Maguire, <laughs> and then you see the other half of the team, you see like, we're coming back to a big problem mm-hmm. and we still have to just try and uh, achieve top four, I think. I saw the Mason Greenwood news as well, that he's still in exile and probably not going to return to the team anytime soon. So there's the Maguire getting booed, there's Ronaldo, who's uh, 45 now, I think. And then Bruno Fernandes is also just not doing as much as he did in his first, I think, 18 months at Man United. So I feel like he, he possibly did need a Mas- North Macedonia fixture, but against Leicester it might come as a bit too tough I don't know I'm actually doubting a United win in this yeah. game I've, I've actually spoken to, to John during this week and he's tipping a draw I'm actually agreeing oh, no, with of him course, of course he is <laughs> no, I'm actually agreeing with him I think the, every defender at Leicester are better than our defenders uh, I'll take any one of them for fun um, no, I mean, uh, Varane's just here now. <laughs> I mean, like, Soyuncu, Fofana, mm-hmm. Johnny Evans, they're all better than, than Maguire for Johnny me. Yeah, Johnny Evans. <laughs> yeah, but I'll take him and you can take Maguire back. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a no, uh, Yo, I mean, how I would love the bias to come out of me. Oh, never mind. The bias is coming out of me. I'd love a list to win this weekend. Has it ever left? <laughs> I'd love a list to win this weekend. I think, it's rather, only team cruising. I think it's rather disrespectful um, in terms of giving uh, Leicester the label of 46 to 10 against mm. United. I mean, we need to get, I think I was saying it the other day, uh, we need to get like the, like I had to do for Arsenal. You mm-hmm. need to get that idea of what United were out your head to a certain degree. Obviously, they're still a massive club. There's no doubting that. But in terms of the way that they're playing, it's not it's not what they used to be at all. Uh, we can all clearly see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, when the odds come out like that, it's a bit disrespectful to Leicester. Uh, this weekend... I feel like, like Brian was saying, Bruno and Ronaldo in the front, they they add a bit of. There's always a threat there. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't need to play well to. Yes, there's to always a threat. The there's a moment that will arise, and it will just it'll be a brilliant moment. That there's no doubts about that. But they do have their stinkers. Mm. Um, I think Bruno's now uh, signing a new contract with United, five a new five-year deal. I mean, five years of pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think it shows his commitment to the club, let alone anything else. I think it shows his commitment to the club um, and that he is willing to work through this extremely difficult time with United. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can translate in the field. Um, even, you see it on his face when something doesn't go wrong. Mm. Uh, he's the most 
how can I say, expressive, most passionate in the field. And I, I think that eventually he can get the captain's armband if the if the public stop defending Maguire, regardless Maguire. regardless of his uh, um, his English <laughs> English uh, birth certificates. Um, but yeah, in terms of result this weekend, uh, I have to reply and saying he's backing a draw. Uh, you mentioned that before Don mm. even came in with his prediction, and I think that is the play this for this one. Um, so a draw as well. For I you. think yes, but both teams <clears throat> have ext- extremely leaky defenses. Um, I think that both teams will score. It's another draw here for mm. me. We I need su- to fix that su- leaky fridge at the back. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose for the first time in a long time, Brian, maybe you'll agree or disagree. I'm not so sure how you feel about it, but with Wolfsburg and Didi out for Leicester City, uh, out for the season, of course, Man United could win a midfield battle um, for the first time in a long time. And for me, and it seems like you guys as well, it's going to be the only thing they'll win this weekend. <laughs> but maybe the coin toss, you'd, who knows what they could uh, but yeah, of course, uh, score draw, Brian, or was it normal? Score draw, 7-2-2. Yeah, I thought Maguire was going to keep a clean sheet there. No but, chance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is, of course, Saturday's fixtures rounded up by uh, the gents in studio. Two games on Sunday. Um, two tough ones, actually. West Ham against Everton being the first one. Josh? Oof, I think this one's a banker. Yeah, and you know which, said tough one. I think I was just looking historically at Everton. Yeah, quite frankly, historically, yeah historically at Everton, I mean... It's it's another. Uh, I always think about this. It's another because I take pride in it as an Arsenal fan. I mean, mm-hmm. the United and Liverpool should as as well. That Everton, if they get relegated this season, that's the the first time they've ever been relegated from the Premier League. Um, so that's going to be such a tarnish on Lampard's mm-hmm. already tarnished name. Um, and I don't. I, 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 yo, it's it's no, going to be difficult bad. for him to get back from that's that one. Bad. And Everton have got some extremely difficult fixtures coming up. I mean, the, the last fixture of the season is Arsenal, uh, where we have to get one back over them after mm-hmm. that yeah. the smash and grab that they had on us. Marty Gray. Um, so, but this weekend, West Ham is a bank at 15 to 20. That's that's actually value. David Moyes to get one over his former employees. It sounds about right. Yeah, I actually forgot about that link, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I agree with Josh. In fact, Frank Lampard starts his career off at West Ham. Just remembered now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think uh, Di Matteo was there mentoring him. <laughs> <laughs> um, West Ham Josh banker. Says banker. Yeah, sure. West Ham banker for me, but just on on the Frank Lampard, I think uh, it's going to be a bit touch and go for relegation. I think uh, I love that midfield of like mm-hmm. Allen to Corey. Uh, I think there's, those are top players and they deserve to be in the Premier League. Mm. Top He's, manager? Uh, not enough time to say top yeah, manager yet. There we go. Yeah, let's just move on. Uh, Spurs against Newcastle. Newcastle were in pretty decent form until a certain point. I mentioned the Jorginho pass to Kai Havertz, who of course ended their unbeaten streak. And Spurs, who seem to be on the rise again, well in contention for the top four now. Uh, they weren't a few weeks ago, but I've, you sort of have to pay them their respect or give them the dues that they deserve. So, yeah, how are you feeling about this one, Josh? I, I don't think that Spurs and um, Conte are a great match. Mm. I feel like... He's just a quality coach. He's a quality coach, yes. And, and they bring out he... the worst in him. I mean, we <laughs> saw him on live television just the emotions came pouring out he's mm-hmm. basically resigning maybe I'm not good on a, on a, on a post <laughs> post-match press conference um, but then you get a performance against a man city you get a mm. performance so it's it's really it's it's topsy-turvy there um, because the level of uh, managers so high and the team isn't like matching up with him but 
it's going to give you some tough results. Um, and against Newcastle, who are up and coming at the moment, uh, obviously there's some good backing behind them. Yeah. They brought in some excellent players, even though uh, Kieran Trippier was the revelation for them when he first, one of the first signings. Mm-hmm. But now even um, one of the attacking mids, Bruno Camerias, he scored a fantastic goal not just the other day. Uh, he's in excellent form. I mean, they've got some players that can really um, break down Tottenham. Even uh, Joe Willock. I mean, Joe Willock is definitely looking to get on the score sheets in this fixture um, if he does make the team sheets because they, they seem to be having a good rotation of players, players that keep coming in and performing for Newcastle. Um, and Eddie Howe is, is actually doing an excellent job, in my opinion, mm. uh, to get some of the players that weren't really performing up alongside the new they players that are coming. They should be in the form Yes, for sure. Um, so it can go either way in this one. And that's that excites me as an Arsenal supporter mm. and as a, 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 anti-Tottenham. a, a anti-Tottenham man as well. <laughs> Got it um, out of here. But I can't really put a winner here. Eh? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Tottenham have a lot to fight for, obviously. Um, and... Conte can't bring that fight out of them. Uh, Kane is definitely in, uh, finally coming to some decent form. I mm-hmm. mean, it's towards the end of the season. Maybe he wants to score a good couple more goals. Does he stay at Tottenham? Uh, we'll see. So, I mean, obviously the start of the season didn't look that great. Yeah. But now the form is coming up. Maybe he does still want to move at the end of the season. Um, but I do feel, unfortunately, that it is still a Tottenham win. I just thought of something. You know what Tottenham remind me? They remind me of when you're at home and you put your geezer on for like 10 minutes. You don't know if it's going to be hot or cold. Like, you know, <laughs> you can it can be hot today. Then tomorrow you put your geezer on and you leave it on for like 10 minutes. And then it's cold. And you're like, no, but yesterday was it's quite hot. So that's the thing with Tottenham. I know it sounds like I'm not calling them geezers or anything. But... <laughs> They are inconsistent and sometimes they're hot after 10 minutes and sometimes they're cold like a geezer, but again, not calling them geezers. But yeah, geezer FC against Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think the result will be banker, but if, uh, Spurs win. I think, think Spurs so? win. Yeah, I think yeah. Spurs win this one easy. You do have a jersey. Yeah. yeah, I've got a soft spot for Spurs and Conte. Just, uh, throw them. <laughs> but uh, I think they win this game actually because um, Kane just broke that record mm-hmm. he's chasing down Rooney's record mm-hmm. and as uh, Josh is saying he's looking for a move so he'll have to show up score goals end of the season to end that move yeah. even they they're even chasing Man United for for the top four spot chasing. I think for both of you they're chasing Man United okay and Arsenal are they running backwards or she <laughs> <laughs> uh, was blind the podcast was going so well hey? yeah it was going so well I think Kane uh, I'm not sure Kane anytime goal scorer but mm-hmm. uh, I think this is his time yeah, uh, I think towards the end of the season he comes alive course, actually um, but yeah uh, I remember the final day of she was, I'm sounding like an encyclopedia right now, but I remember it was a few years ago that Newcastle beat Tottenham 5-1 in the final day of the season and then Arsenal pipped them for top four or, yeah, something like that where Newcastle gave them a thrashing. I think Musa Sissoko was still featuring for Newcastle at the time and that was the season before he left. But anyway, uh, just thought of that. But anyway, Crystal Palace against Arsenal that concludes uh, weekend action. Of course, it's on a Monday night. Patrick Vieira, invincible Patrick against Arsenal, who seems to be on the rise again. I'm happy with what I see. Josh? Yeah, I mean, I'm also extremely happy with what I see. I mean, the start of the season, extremely poor. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe, maybe uh, unfair criticism. I know Brian likes to remind me 
that there were there was like seven first team players missing in that couple. Also, the first, first three, three games, games were Brentford, which of course forgivable because Brentford first game of the season, first time back after about seventy six mm. years or they so. Were, they would they be had that feel good facts, and then the second and third game was Chelsea and Manchester City. Yeah, and at the time Arsenal weren't in the state they are in now to compete with them. So no, definitely. So I mean, just. Looking from that perspective, I mean, the way the pundits like tore one through Arsenal was yeah. rather uh, uh, unwarranted, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, and they've proven everybody wrong. They've proven a lot of the fan- Arsenal fans wrong. I mean, I've seen a lot of Arsenal fans slander the, the team in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've come come a long way. I'm excited now. Uh, top four is, is looking all the more great. I can't wait to buy that new jersey next season. Mm-hmm. Um, with that gold, with uh, that gold, gold you know, it's looking, <laughs> it's looking so great. <laughs> um, but against Palace, it's a tough one. Palace can do damage to the biggest of teams. We saw that against City twice this season. Uh-huh. City didn't score against them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's they they know how to how to stink out a game. They know how to play great football. Um, they know how to panel beat the players that need to be uh, taken out on the field. Um, hopefully there is some protection from the referees this week. Uh, I mean the last soccer could be available. I mean, yeah, I mean the last uh, the last game against Palace, soccer got completely taken out, mm-hmm. um, and there was no VAR attempt, no nothing of the sort. Um, so hopefully there is some protection in the field for both sides. I'm not just saying for one. I'm um, just saying for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I feel like this game is is an Arsenal win. Um, yeah, that's no, my play. Again. I mean, but the, the cohesion in the team has been great. I mean, look, if we look, no Aaron Ramsdale last week, mm-hmm. uh, or last week, the last fixture, um, and Ramsdale didn't have to come to the fixture. He drove all the way down to the stadium, mm-hmm. supported Leno. He was the first to congratulate him after the game for a clean sheet. I mean, the last save in the from that free kick, that, mm-hmm. those are those moments where Arsenal normally just, crumble. they give it away and they crumble. Um, and even the backup goalkeeper that's coming after not playing for so long makes that good save. Yeah, You know, and then the team still... Uh, 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 showing some good um, camaraderie afterwards, uh, coming to support the guy. Yeah, speaking of it's coming great. right at the death. In fact, the reverse fixture, I remember, was two-two, and pa- uh, Palace actually, you know, surrendered their two-one lead right at the end. I remember, Lacazette scored in that. I think the final touch of the game. I think that's when that's two-two. when we started getting criticised for celebrating. Yeah, I mean, because. That's when we really uh, qualified for the World Cup thing. Um, <laughs> of course, we won it two weeks ago. But uh, yeah, Brian Palace against Arsenal, another London derby. I think Patrick one of those Arsenal. games, that I think that exact game, it was mm. a start of something for Arsenal where you went on, on a top run. Mm. I think uh, Benteke, Benteke and Watson Edward, mm. they, they took the lead after Oba scored early and then Lacazette scored the one uh, late at the end. Uh, like a Premier League classic, last kick of the game, he scores the goal, both sides going at each other, mm. uh, both former managers of, of Arsenal, greats that everyone knows, and both are playing excellent football. Mm. You have to give credit to Crystal Palace. As I was telling Josh, they kept two clean sheets against City. Mm. Uh, they beat them 2-0 early on in the season and mm. 0-0 just before the break. So we'll have to respect that but I think this one is goals goals yeah actually I think it's goals in this one uh, in favour of um, Arsenal win and both to score 36 uh-huh. to 10 uh, predict your scoreline 3-2 um, 3-2 I just want to crack a game like on Monday just Monday before night. Champions League on I, Tuesday I, and Wednesday are we I playing like that yet no, no that's next season, <laughs> next season. Uh, no I feel like both you're just saying uh, Palace kept <clears throat> clean sheets I feel, and Arsenal have been 
we haven't seen this in a long time, keeping so many clean sheets. Colossal. Yeah, you know, and even with the backup goalkeeper who was our first, he's still quality, he was our first goalkeeper he's for so long. He's still a German international. He's still, yeah. Um, so I feel like, oh, I th- I feel like this is, if I have to predict the scoreline, I think 1-0 to the Arsenal. That's my play. Question, Arsenal question. Who do you love more at the moment? This is not an Arsenal podcast. <laughs> Vieira or Arteta? <laughs> at again, the moment, sorry. who do you love more at the moment? Vieira or Arteta? You're not supposed to think long and no, hard about No, that's Vieira. Like, that's your Vieira. club legend or the guy who is taking your club back to what it was? No, Vieira is the club legend. I would. When Arteta, <laughs> Arteta, came, Arteta came in uh, as a manager. Yeah, okay. Look, he got the trophy that Wenger needed, the trophy after such a long time. Mm-hmm. He got the trophy for Wenger. Give him his respect. Um, but how can you not pick Vieira? He is mis- one look, of the invincible. Not going into <laughs> it. Not pick I'm, I'm not giving I reverse, you my answer. Reverse the question uh, to you. I I feel like right now at I feel like Monday nights will probably be more of a indication of like if pa- if Palace take the lead, I'll probably be like, oh, okay, fine, still love, <laughs> still love you. But uh, yeah, I feel like I like Mikel Arteta more at the moment. I know Patrick Vieira is like one of the all-time greats for Arsenal in the Hall of Fame now, or inducted yes. or something like that. But yeah, I think just at the moment, the love that Arteta has given me, not just to himself, like Patrick Vieira did, but more now to the club that, like, I love Arsenal so much more now. It's I always mean, did, but, like, now it's that... And this is down to Arteta, so I yeah. feel like he's restored my, some of that. I mean, he's made it a really likable team. All mm. the youngsters, um, no one really wants to not see a youngster succeed. Uh, he's a young manager, Um you can't really, you can't really hate Arsenal at this moment. They're playing good football. Uh, they're able to stink out a game. Yeah. Um, but you can't. Uh, Patrick Vieira is tough one. Eh? Once, tough once, one. Uh, yes, Arteta is bringing Arsenal back to where they were um, just in the Champions League. But he needs to win some trophies. If, if, if we go five years down the line and say, okay, he won the FA Cup. Uh, it was two tough games, Man City, Chelsea. Mm. Um, and Leicester before that. And Leicester before that. Sheffield United actually in, on the rise as well that season they finished. Two, two tough games. So he did get a trophy. That's what we're going to remember him for. Mm. If he goes for the next five years, he doesn't get a trophy. We Arsenal fans can say, okay, he made some tough decisions. He got Ozil out. He kicked mm-hmm. Alba out. You know, those kind of, he, he changed a bit of the culture in the team. But down further down the line, then you don't really remember much other than he didn't win anything. Yeah. Really. And yeah. so and Patrick Vieira won stuff for the club and in emphatic fashion. So Patrick Vieira is the guy. My answer is Mikel Oteta, but of course subject to change. I think just like Oli is is uh maybe uh, I always think about Oli. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mikel Oteta is, is built something for you all. So mm. even like Oli, if he doesn't win the trophies, I saw that that backline are really rate uh Tommy Yasu, the players that he's he's bought, you could see his type of football. It's like Gabriel I always liked. Uh Ben White I was skeptical and then now I'm I'm believing more. But uh Tommy Yasu, the value in the deal, the player and then He's Kieran got Kieran Tierney is the and best. I think he should be there. captain. So I think he's built something. Uh, yeah. Ateta for me. I feel like now we have to cancel Kieran Tierney as captain because Man United and Man United fans don't know what the real captain is or looks <laughs> like. So 
Yeah, no more KT for captaincy. But uh, anyway, yeah, if you're out there listening and want to stand a chance of winning that 200 and betting voucher, courtesy of Hollywood Bets, let us know your thoughts on this weekend's action. Of course, it is the return of club football. Let us know how you think your team will do. And if there's any upsets, bring it to our attention. And if your comment does, of course, hit the target, you will be credited with the 200 and betting voucher, courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Gentlemen, it's, yeah, club football's back. Let's just enjoy the action plan, not you, just, just Josh <laughs> um, and myself, of course. But yeah, until next week. Cheers, guys. Yeah, even money. Get on in the early game. Bobby Firmino, anytime goal scorer. Is that even money? Yeah. Terrible. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.